Hi guys, welcome to episode 24 of season 2 of Melanin Girl Podcast. And today we're going to talk about how your non-black friends can be an ally for the African American community along with the Black Lives Matter community. During these times that we see a lot of police brutality and uh, deaths of very African young men. So here's how a way that you're, to all of the non-black people of color, it's time we speak up against the anti-blackness in our communities. I think I have found a way to make these vocal points of how non-black people of color can engage in conversation regarding the anti-blackness within our respective communities. A disclaimer, the term people of color or POC encompasses people of diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds. We acknowledge and think actively about how each of these individual communities distinctly experience racism, Asians, Black, Hispanic, Latinx, Indigenous, Middle Eastern, Pacific Islanders, and multicultural. uh, Most people can identify with either being Asian or any other group in the people of color division there are most people who identify as latino or latina x and other guides to, to african american Pacific island and to, and, and to indigenous i think one way to stand in one form of, of solidarity with our black community is by tackling our anti-blackness but a one-size-fits-all always work and we presume to speak for all asian people all next people or all non-black people of color we also acknowledge that anti-racism conversations do not center around black people and real action is needed to uplift the black community and most people could be advocates for racial justice as imperfect allies and you know sharing some of these tips you can learn more how to be more helpful as some of your friends who are living as non-white people in America, we are faced with various instances of discrimination across our different identities every day. There is a threat of shared experience of oppression which run through all people of color, but as non-black people of color, it's vital to recognize that being black in America is not the same as being any other race in America. The internalization, racism, and anti-blackness with each of individual communities have long perpetrated white supremacy in the continued violence against the black community. And for those of non-black people of color, they too can often settle into a harmful neutral territory when it comes to black lives. To stand in solidarity with our black community means we must be actively anti-racist and not simply not racist. To stop brushing aside the anti-blackness many of us have learned and been contemplating to within our respective communities. We've heard and excused it too often in our circles with our friends and family. It's just how they are. They're old anyway. They're just joking. They have this one experience that didn't mean like that. They don't know any better. It's not worth it. The same excuses over and over again. We need to need to do better and having direct and honest conversation is a start how to prepare for these conversations is number one you need to educate yourself learn about the systematic racism and oppression against black people that have offered you the comforts you have even as a person of color learn about our history of your race in america and how the movement that has led to the privilege you have wouldn't even exist without the black community from non-black latina resources on anti-blackness south asian and black lives addressing anti-blackness within the vietnamese and asian communities and another thing you should should realize recognize your anti-blackness and consider where it stems from one place to start is with the implicit bias text reflect on the anti-blackness 
in your home, among family members, in your friend group. Examine the colorism, the culture hierarchy of complexion, which is fairer skin as better than and darker skin as less than in your community. Think about how you might be appropriating black culture. Ask yourself of the ways in which you've been conditioned to believe in the superiority of whiteness to others and place harmful stereotypes on black people. And another important step is choose who you want to talk to and how. Start with someone who you know well and trust. You'll feel better equipped to engage in more conversations as you have with them and continue to educate yourself. You don't need to dress your entire family at once. That is too big of a leap too fast. Consider how to, to have these conversations is also important as oppressed to engaging in potential underproductive dialogue on social media. Try engaging in one-on-one or small group conversations in, a, in person or via video chat. And number four, establish a goal for this conversation. Think about what you want to lead the conversation with. Is it worth having a clear understanding of what specific points you'd like to convey? Remember, one conversation won't resolve the decade of unaddressed, unaddressed anti-blackism. You may have a tangible goal, like asking your conversation partner to make a donation, call elected officials, attend a protest, or sign a petition. Another goal could be getting a better understanding of how your conversation partner is responding to this moment and what they are feeling. Either way, it's helpful to know what you want to achieve from, your, from the conversation. Set expectations for yourself and your conversation partner. Talking about racism isn't easy, but it's necessary. The first time you will try to will likely be very bumpy, but starting the conversation to dismantle anti-blackness is more important than staying comfortable in silence. Expects to discomfort and and explore why. Set the expectations that this is for a first conversation and that you will try again if it doesn't go the way you're you have planned the first time. But also, be gentle with yourself. Remember, the path to addressing anti-blackness is learning, unlearning, and relearning. It's not the role of your black friends to offer themselves up to grant you the unsentimental of your discomfort. Do not burn them in this way. And having the conversation. Be specific, get personal with whomever you choose to talk to. Make sure you tailor the conversation to them. Know the experience of the people you're trying to talk to and bring them in what you know they'll understand to connect with this man and their anti-blackness. Do focus on the black experience. Don't let the conversation drift into your own vile experience of oppression, but rather stay focused on how black people experience oppression and how we contribute to that. Do ask open-ended questions. Try something like, how have you been feeling about what is going on in the news right now? Or, what are some of your reactions you have to the protests happening across the country? Or, how is the current news cycle making you think differently about your identity? Do recognize your limitations. Whether it's a language barrier or conversation escalating towards harm, understand that it's okay to try another tactic at another time or press pause altogether. Don't, I repeat, don't end the conversation at the first sign of discomfort. Expect for the conversation to be uncomfortable and prepare for disagreements. Think about the difference between going outside of your comfort zone to the point where it towards learning and growing and a place in grows into a place of where they're growing. Don't think you have to do this alone. Here are some ways to correct problematic languages. Bring resources and research and feel free to start by reading an article together or watching a video to reflect on it. And remember, be patient with yourself and with your community. Being an imperfect ally means we maintain a mindset of constantly learning and giving ourselves and our loved ones the opportunity to grow and stay persistent. 
Another thing is with all these tips and guides, remember you are not alone in this. Just remember to pace yourself, do your research, and find someone you are comfortable talking to and getting their perspective and their outlook on life and how they're feeling today's society. For this being episode, I would say, um, 24, I think this is a perfect way, especially what's going on in the world now, is to be more kinder to others, especially with, with everything that's going on in the world. I think it's more important to have these types of conversations that will never, will never back down because we will continue to be talking about this depression that made me for a long and in our history. And as I said before... I think one way is just to start having these conversations and not to be so discomfortable discomfort about having these particular conversations is to keep talking about them with your friends, your family, to be more open minded, to understand where these triggers and oppressions are coming from. And with this being episode twenty four, hopefully you'll end up engaging in conversations similar to this one as the tips I gave today. Maybe you'll get a better understanding of what's going on in the black community and be an ally for them as much as you are to your other friends and your other friend groups if they were being discriminated towards or oppressed by. So hopefully this podcast has helped you think of some ideas and the ways to engage yourself in the Black Lives Matter community. And hopefully this will help everyone with attention and understanding where each view coming from. Hopefully you have a nice day and I'll see you real soon. Until then, bye.